Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 77 of the Splash Cast, the ATL edition. I am your co-host, Reggie. I'm your co-host, Norwood. We're going to get through this peacefully. Peacefully? Peacefully. Well, y'all know how it is, man. We come with the ATL edition of the episodes. We come with our Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Braves, and Atlanta Falcons news. It is football season. The Falcons are in first place in the division going into today we've been screaming we told y'all so we told y'all y'all disrespected us we told y'all we not the worst team in the league we told y'all we told y'all we told y'all and then right and then we were right and then right after we did all that yelling the falcons came and played like one of the worst teams in the league today not only and it, it hang on say that no they played pretty bad and derrick henry's going crazy um, what you gonna do with that? Pray. So the Falcons played but, the. Who did they play? Man, you put the. Uh, yeah, you got the Panthers highlights in there. Uh, the Falcons played the Chargers today. The Chargers are literally missing their entire wide receiving core. The entire wide receiving core. Uh, and everybody was. It's still only a two and a half point game, a two and a half point line on the game because the Falcons are missing their entire DB, all of the DBs. I got it. The Falcons are missing their entire DB core. Um, AJ Terrell isn't playing hamstring. Casey Hayward is out shoulder. Uh, the other two guys, I can't remember their name. One dude with the dreads. He hurt his ankle. It's been so many people that were hurt. Because so many of the people were hurt, it was literally okay. practice. Pract- I said, I- "Oh, you didn't hear me say I got it." It's practice squad versus practice squad. Um, I mean, they still got Justin Herbert. That's their guy. That that's what you pay him for. That's where you. That's the reason you draft him where you do. So when players go out or that or you have to have make those type of uh, adjustments, he's there. So. I mean, and for for all intents and purposes, Mariota is our quarterback until proven otherwise. Uh, well, otherwise was today, but um, <laughs> so let's get I let's mean, get right into it, man. Let's 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 get right into it. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna try to play the highlights while we talk about it. Um, let's get right into it. So the Falcons actually started off really, really well. Um, probably the best start that we've had all season. Uh, we got Cordero Patterson back. First play of the game. Out route to him. I was really, really excited to see how we use Cordero Patterson coming back. And we used him in the ways that I was really excited about. Algier, or Algier, however y'all want to pronounce his name, is the real deal. Algier. 
Algier is the real deal. But, but they're all the real deal. Because Caleb Huntley is the real deal. CP is the real deal. We have a real deal running back room. Let's just say that. We have a real deal running back room. We have a pretty good offensive line. And one thing that the that the Chargers are good at is rushing the passer. One thing that they are bad at is having a good start on defense and stopping the run. They can't, they're they not a team built to stop the run. Titans going to mess around and beat the Chiefs. As a result, as a result, and we're the number one running team, in, I think number two running team in the league behind Baltimore because of Bears. Lamar. Or by, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, behind the Bears with their triple option offense. And we look like we were about to – yeah, they did. We look like they were about – we were about to run away with this game. These were the first two plays of the game. We this was the first drive. Boots early. We came out looking like – we was looking like I was just going to have to be okay with Mariota being our starting quarterback. Man. And I don't know what happened. Now, there were a few uh, – sneaky. What's good, sneak? Malik Willis time. Look at that. Now, I was nervous about that. We kept trying to make Mariota throw the ball at the goal line, and I didn't I, – I wasn't – I wasn't too happy about that because they have not proven to stop us. We ran the ball twice, and then, you know, Cordero got in there. And we started off 7 nothing. I want to say 10 nothing. I was concerned on how healthy he was going to be starting out, but he looks like he is ready to play football. Well, he is healthy. He is ready to play, but they definitely had him on the pitch count, though, because they didn't play him as much. Um it does help when you got a few guys, too. So we held the Chargers to a three and out, uh, got the ball back, and look what happens again. We just run the ball down the field. And I was like, okay, we got to eventually throw the ball, but I didn't really want to throw the ball because they could not stop the run. They could not stop the run. And Mariota was doing a lot of this stuff. Look at that time. We had a lot of time. And I'm pretty sure that there could be – a quarterback that if he were good at throwing the ball down the field probably would have hit a receiver with all that time in the pocket. But Mariota is Mariota looks like he does not have any confidence. Um he what were your like likes on doesn't. what were your likes on offense? I like the confidence we started the game in. We came out looking oh, like a team that? ready to beat a team that people, you know, believed in. That, mm-hmm. that's not really us right now, especially with our roster. I mean, the Chargers still should have been ready to beat us, and we had control of the game for the majority of the game. Well, not really a majority, but we did have control of the game back and forth. But we kept getting behind the sticks on second down with Arthur Smith trying to call, like, random shot plays. And then all of a sudden, the Chargers got going. And once the Chargers got going, the same thing, Things that plagued the Hawks, I mean, plagued the Falcons, uh, plagued the Falcons. We could not get off the field in third down in the second quarter. We could not get off the field in third down in the second quarter. Uh, that's enough highlights. Um, my offensive likes, I really like the way the offensive line played. And, and as mad as I was at the defense, we really only allowed 20 points. We allowed 20 points and – uh, three of them, I think, came on a fumble after a fumble, or seven of them came after a fumble. So I, now, I can't get mad at the defense, but I really like that. That's the other part. 
Uh, I really like how the offense offensive line played. And when Dalman, I'm sorry, when Hennessy got hurt, Matt Hennessy got hurt, our run game stopped until the fourth quarter. Go ahead. What were you about to say? But it's you know, like the defensive back situation is already thin. So as the game goes on, they get tired. I I, I said it's, I think the same thing last week. It's just gonna kind of fade a little bit. It's gonna be as good as it can be, and then it's just gonna hope that it, it holds together, to get us through to the end of the game. I think that's gonna be kind of our, our plot for the rest of the year. Yeah. So my offensive dislikes. We only have one offensive dislike, man. We know what the dislike is. Marcus Mariota can no longer play quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons anymore. Discount Debo, I like that. Anymore. You can he can, Marcus Mariota missed three touchdown passes today. Two of them to Kyle Pitts. Missed three one of them to Drake London. Drake London had a rookie moment today. I got a lot of dislikes. Not holding on to the football. That was disappointing. Khalil Mack just literally stole the ball from you. And all you had to do, even on the play, he had a first down. Let me see if I can find that play. He had a first down. down. He had a first down. And there was nothing they could do to stop us. Ah, I passed it. Anyway, there was nothing that they could do. At that point, there was nothing that the Chargers could do. We were we were clicking on all cylinders, and it was the short passing game and running the ball. And once that happened, that was deflating. Um, defensively, I'm going to get mine off because I was disappointed in the defense so much today. And it's like, well, they only allowed 20 points. Yeah, and they got a turnover. Yeah, and they forced a fumble. Yeah. But it was that was the defense of, like, holding on though like they did all of that and that just kind of delayed the inevitable like for some reason and it's not for some reason i understand that the falcons have no dbs i understand it we have none exactly and today's football and football no matter what y'all say about sports and how the good old days and basketball and football is all that the games evolve the games have evolved and now football is so detailed in the past in the past game once they find a chink in the armor if you do not fix that chink, it is game over. And the thing that I learned today was it is a lot harder to be called up from practice squad to play defense than it is to play offense. Yeah, because somebody can mostly tell you exactly what to do. Because uh, 22 Anderson, they figured out that you couldn't guard Josh Palmer, and they went to him every play. Every single play. They went to Josh Palmer or the tight end. That's all they did. Nothing and, else. And that's that's the part of the job that sucks. Receiver, I only got to do this right, you know, maybe four or five times, and I've had a pretty solid night here. You as a defensive back, you get beat three or four times in the game. You're toast. You, you, you played terrible the whole game. You did play terrible the whole game. Uh, 22 played terrible the whole game. Um, But we got our offense. I mean, Mariota here, another 129 yards. You got to get more out of your quarterback than 129 passing yards. I think it's top for the Mariota season. Mariota like should have had 250 passing yards and two touchdowns. 
but he cannot hit the open pass to save his but, life. His but life. The two fifty is minimum. The two fifty is is like is the DAC minimum. That's the joke that we make. That you dacking it at two fifty. I also want to. I want to call out the effort. I want to call out the effort too. If y'all look at this play, this is Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. He's gonna come here. He's gonna catch the ball. He's gonna make an amazing acrobatic play, right? He did not. We don't know if he's down at this point. You don't know if he's down because he's gonna keep going, right? Oh, he's still up. What are you doing, number thirty-four? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn, he's gone. <laughs> Can y'all tell me? Because I tweeted about it immediately. Darren Hall. This is the shit that I, I hope you stay on. I hope Dean Pease has an understanding heart. And I hope he keeps you on the team so that you can provide for your family. But this shit right here is what gets you cut. What is that? And then he turns around. What is that? No, 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 no. Go back. Go back. We're going gonna to look at that, that again. Nah, going to look good on tape, my friend. That what, one there is bad. What is this? What are you? What? What is? My bad. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What's the first thing they tell you when you play football? Little play League football. Whistle. Play through the damn whistle. That's the first thing they tell you in Little League. Go until the whistle is done. It don't matter if you mess up at 100 miles an hour. That's what all coaches say at all levels. It don't matter if you mess up at 100 miles an hour as long as you're playing through the whistle. Because if you play through the whistle, good things will happen. That was a perfect example of Austin Eckler playing through the whistle for the Chargers and Darren Hall not playing through the whistle for the Chargers. And if it wasn't for Austin Eckler being five foot nine and not five foot nine and a half and his elbow scraping the ground, that would have been a touchdown. Boy, save. Saved us only for them to score again anyway. Um, Can't win for losing. I'll also say this. I was extremely disappointed in the coaching. Extremely disappointed, especially down the stretch. Dean Pease, I understand that our, our I said our DBs weren't that good. But, dog, if they killing you on zone the whole game, you got to come out of zone somewhere. Got to do it. And – I told y'all, and y'all killed me in the comments. Y'all trick bagged me, and y'all said all these things about me. When I said we should not have drafted AK forty seven in the second round, I said you could have gotten, you could have. I didn't say he wasn't a good player. I'm not saying we shouldn't have drafted him, but we should not have traded up to draft AK forty seven because you know who would have looked good opposite of uh Drake London. Even though y'all can say we can't throw the ball, he could at least catch the ball. George Pickens, Pickens. he'd have been right there. He was right there. You know who else that they drafted? Petrie in the second round. Yeah. Starting DB for the Texans. You could have got him. You could have gotten so many other players instead of AK-47. And I'm, I, I don't want you all to think I hate AK-47 because he's a victim of bad drafting. That was just a bad – you should not have drafted yeah. him there. He makes zero impact. You're asking for uh, him – to make immediate impact, and I said it when they drafted him. There has not been the best Penn State player to come out of Penn State in the last 50 years is Micah Parsons Jr. You can't name not now other defensive player in the last five years to come out of Penn State that's uh, good at the D line. No, I ain't gonna say no because you got Marvin Arrington. I, I, I know all about. I know all. I know, I know oh, okay. all about them. I'm talking about right now. Oh, okay. In the last five to ten years, there has you got your tear Gross Mating with the Panthers. Who else? There's no D-line. So why would you go draft him now? You had all those other people to draft. 
There were so many. He was. He even had a fourth round grade. That's see. That's that Bill Belichick drafting. That drafting where you think you could trick everybody else after you hit on Tom Brady, but you really draft drafting a whole bunch of mid. Like no, you can't do that. And it's unfair to him because it puts unfair expectations on him to be something better than he's oh, not. Without a doubt. You are second pick. Second. You got to play. You got to start. And Ogie Edge, yeah. uh, uh, Deji, Ogan Deji, hey, bro, I love your story. I love your story. You ain't it. <laughs> you ain't it. You ain't it, bro. We have no pass rush. We have zero pass rush. Go ahead, Nord. I've been hogging the microphone the whole time. I mean, you, talk. you know what my issue is. If, if we can't throw the ball down the field, we can't do anything. And we might as well get to, once again, the elephant in the room. How do you feel if Marcus Mariota is the quarterback next week? You mean Thursday? You know we play Thursday. <laughs> we play Thursday. The Falcons have to go back and play a team that feels like they should have beat us the first time in oh, Carolina. They, got, they ass whooped today, though. They got whooped today. We have to go play Carolina in Carolina. And they feel like they should have beaten us. They think whatever they want to. They got destroyed today. So to answer your question, how would I feel if Marcus Mariota started against the Panthers? I would be dis I would I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd be sad. Because this is this is this is the best time to play him. The Panthers suck. I mean he, he they, they have a good pass rush, so you'll be able to get in there and understand what it's like to play against a team with a good pass rush. But they're going to give you the ball. The Panthers are going to give you the ball about three times. This is the time to play him. At this point, we just have to get it. Man, I do not want Baker Mayfield, dog. Yo, don't, man, shut up, Sneaky. No. Yeah, first of all, we can't take – would make no sense to even discuss Baker – until you get through Ritter. Ritter has at least get a shot. You use the draft pick on him. And if 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 he doesn't play this week coming up, that's gonna say a lot to me about how they feel about him. That Jordan point, I'm stop it. you know how it's like <laughs> you know how it's like, well, I keep asking for something and I'm not getting it. Eventually I stop asking. At that point I'm gonna stop asking. I'm gonna think that they know something that he just he can't They definitely it. know something that we don't know. They have to know something that we don't know. They have to know something that we don't know. He must he must look like Justin Fields at Georgia. Like, he must not be able to read coverages or something because he's clearly the better quarterback just by watching Mariota. I can tell that he's the better – that Ritter's the better quarterback because Mariota there's, cannot throw the deep ball. Mariota has no there's accuracy. There's nothing that you, that you assume that anybody can do that he's doing, mostly. Legs-wise, he gives you a little bit, but not enough for you to think that this is what I should bank on. This ain't getting me home. You have three workhorse running backs. Desmond Ritter played the exact same type of offensive styles and scheme that he, in college that you run now. He lined up in the pistol. They did the read option. He had tight ends. He had tall receivers. He had quick, fast receivers. No, no, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm – Agreeing with your point, I'm saying there's no reason that he shouldn't play, especially after watching today. After watching today, it was just, it was so discouraging. Now, against the Panthers, we already know what we we just said with the watch for, what the watch for is see if Ritter's going to play. 
I don't really care about anything else. I will say they held great to Garrett Jared in check today. Grady, I need a little bit more from you. Uh, Taquan Graham, you, you know. played a great game until the last play of the game. You played a great game up to that point. I got another question. Who do you think starts for the Panthers? Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> Man, I am talking about quarterback. Go crazy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Because Walker lost the job. Baker came out in the second half, and they scored twice. What was the score when they scored? Oh, now it's 100 to nothing now. <laughs> but for you, to take him, for, for you to take Walker out of the game means he was playing so bad that you couldn't finish the game with him. Well, don't forget that That's they took Baker out of the game and put Walker in there. So, I mean, they are literally in the Jameis and Tatum. Sam Darnold back, baby. <laughs> He's like, well, it's got to be my chance now nah, at least, right? Nah. You have seen the mother too? Sam, like, I got my 50 mil. I'm about to go sit down. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to go sit down. Nah, 36 million? Somewhere. Why? For what? Sam came to his contract signing in flip-flops. Thong flip-flops, no <laughs> socks, and khaki shorts. That was, I'm about to take this money and invest. He knew he was out of there. Yeah, I'm here to steal. <laughs> White yes, collar crime. They, uh, asked me to do the stealing today. <laughs> um, nah, I think the Sam Scam Darn will get another shot. He might, I think man. he gets another shot. I think the Baker gets another shot. Um... Jacoby Brissett will be a backup. Oh, he'll be with the Browns next year. Backup. Yeah, I feel like and Jimmy G gonna get a shot too. Everybody gonna get more shots. All that mid. More shots. For all everybody. that mid. All that mid. And only one of them was black. All that mid. All that white mid. We can't get and no Jared black mid. Won today. Where, where's the black mid? <laughs> where's the black mid? We could get some black mid. We don't y'all all this white mid in the in the NFL. Y'all could get some black backup quarterbacks. You can. And as people said, as Bomani Jones said before, if you have a black starting quarterback, the, the smartest thing you could do is get a black backup quarterback. Then ain't nobody going to call the for the menu. black backup. Ain't nobody going to call for the black backup. If nobody. Well, nobody in the history of, of the NFL has ever said play the black backup ever. Name me a time. <laughs> <laughs> Name oh, me Willis. a time. Who? Malik Willis. That's the reason Tannehill said I'm not mentoring this Nobody <laughs> asked for Malik Willis to start. Tannehill got hurt. Daniel hurt his ankle. That's but why nah, he's in the we, game. They was asking before. He shouldn't have been. Man, there I was. was I didn't hear one. nothing. I'm not from Nashville. I, I you. Are, that's because you got eyes. Ninety nine percent of America that watches bass football be watching it blind, and they will say, "Okay, I'm not good." They gonna go call for the black backup. You cannot name one time they ever said we want insert black backup quarterback. Not one. Not one. Maybe is it maybe Michael Vick? I I think he started as a as a rookie, and he was the number one pick. Yeah, he's definitely. I don't I don't know of any time. So if you got a black back start a black starter quarterback, Malik Willis, you know what you do if you're the Titans and you believe in Malik Willis, you trade Tannehill and you go get Tyrod Taylor, or you go get a black trade backup, him. and and that way Malik Willis will be able to grow and flourish forever because nobody Tannehill. will ask for that. What would what would you trade for Tannehill? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Would you? I mean, that's a good question. Push Which one of those guys. You push think is better. Push, push. You can. Push. Yes, you can. Yes, See, you that's can. That's my issue. Yes, everybody you can. thinks everybody is the same as Baker Mayfield. He got to be better than somebody. 
You said he's better than seven other people. Yeah. There's your so there's your somebody. And, and maybe ten. Cause yeah, and he better than the dude who he re re replaced today. PJ Walker. I mean PJ Walker. I said that though. Talking about uh-huh. PJ Walker. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. That now that of all the taste that you made, that was the layupest of layups. But people, but no, people are like, nah, he's better. I'm like, come on, man. Let's use some of our common sense here. Then Nobody he went out there today. Baker Mayfield reality, isn't, him so isn't so an hard. NFL quarterback. Baker Mayfield is a really, really good backup. Yeah. He is a the more team. athletic Chase Daniel. He is really good Between to play that. backup. <laughs> and the Colts, what they did with Sam Ellinger, oh, that should be criminal. Now, the Colts are stupid. If I'm the Colts, I would have went and got Baker. I would have went and got Baker. The Colts are stupid. The Colts, Colts. are dumb. Hey, let's talk basketball, yo. Let's talk basketball. We've come to the end of the Falcons segment. We're sad, but they're going to beat the uh, Panthers. I have faith that we're going to win the I-85 rivalry that sh- that Charlotte made up because we don't really respect them enough to call it a rivalry. But uh, we played them on Thursday. I will say... And I'll finish the Falcon segment with this. We got out of that game with only one injury. That's a big deal when you have a fast turnaround. A big deal. So I think we'll we'll look okay. I was really hoping that the Panthers made some trade deadline moves other on the defense, not just the offense. I thought they would have traded away Burns and you know uh uh what's the dude? Derek Derek Brown and all them other players, but they kept they whole defense. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. With that being said, let's get ready. We'll be right back. We're going to take 30 seconds, then we're going to go right to the Hawks. Man, the Hawks are on a little bit of a winning streak uh, after getting just mollywhopped by the Bucks in the Raptors on this road game. We ended up beating the Pistons. Forget that. Forget that happened. And, coming, and the Knicks. Um, so we'll be right back to discuss that and the next few games coming up. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 77 of the Splashcast, the Hawks segment. We are now, the Falcons should be alone at the top of the division right now. Yes, Sneaky, you are right. The Rams did fail us too. Uh, but one team that did not fail us over this past week was the was the Hawks, man. The Hawks actually played pretty well on this, uh, on this road trip. I believe we had we had a five game road trip and then we came home and played the Pelicans uh, with the last game. The Hawks beating the Pelicans in overtime. Uh, what else we got, man? You said what? Let's see these standings. So. Uh, oh, understood. So yeah, right now, Hawks six and three. Uh, we're in fourth place behind the Celtics, the Cavs, and the Bucks. I think that those top really five teams, Bucks, Cavs, Celtics, Hawks, and, and Raptors, we're all in about the same level. You said the Bucks uh, and the Giannis, Hawks are in the same level right now? Hey, Giannis got a knee injury. Oh, because Giannis is hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Bucks are undefeated, yeah, bro. <laughs> Relax, relax. But yeah, with Giannis with a knee injury, I feel like everybody else is trying to fight it out right now. Cavs are playing really good basketball. And somehow the Celtics just will not die. I just knew that once they didn't have Robert Williams, 
it was going to be a wrap. And no, it well, it seems so. So here's the thing about the Celtics and the Falcon and the, and the Hawks. We are discounting that the Celtics players could have gotten better. Like Jason Tatum could it looks like he's gotten better at three point shooting as they just shot twenty seven three. Uh Brown looks like he's gotten better at finishing through contact, even more so. Um yeah. they just gotten better. But the Hawks the only reason the I would say the Hawks have gotten better because of one person and one person only. Right now. The reason that we have gotten better is my man, your man, oh, everybody. Yeah, I had to make sure you weren't gonna say nothing crazy here. I was like, all right, let me see where Reggie's going with this. Oh, I can't log. Well, I can't log into Instagram right now. But wow. it's Dejounte Murray, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this, and I'm confident in saying this: he's the best player on our team currently. Through the beginning, yeah, right of the now season, he's the most complete player. And he and he is he's won he has went out and won us two full games already. At this point, I'm ready to pay him right now. So I'm I, right now we having trouble with our Instagram, so I can't really show y'all any pictures. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna bring up uh, the last few games that we played. The Atlanta Hawks played. Uh, we went last week. We played Detroit twice. We played Milwaukee, Toronto, and New York. That was a five-game road trip that we just finished. We ended up going three and two. Uh, we had two hard-fought games against Detroit. Uh, I want to say in one of those games, Dejounte went wild crazy. Um, but we had two hard-fought games against Detroit. Then we uh, played Milwaukee. It was that was another hard-fought game. It just got away from us at the end. We ended up losing by eight. Uh, we got just absolutely throttled by toronto we allowed 139 points um that was the and, second and of a, to score 109 ourselves i believe that was the second of a back-to-back for us um on the road which is really really difficult to play and you could tell that we just had no energy when it came to that game and then finally uh to round it off you knew you knew that we were waiting to play the knicks um we're not going to talk about the other four games just because I want to talk about the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks game was supposed to be billed as one of the better games of the weekend, which it turned out to be. Um, uh, it was something. No, it was one of the better games. It was. It was one of the better games. Um, the Knicks jumped out to what was a 23-point lead. I was 23. I was hurt. And I and I wanted to bet this game, but I waited too late. And you know how you wait until the grace period to where it's like, oh, this dude's just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that now. So I didn't. And then they got up 23, and I was like, oh, you know what? I might have done myself a solid. And then they called his own defense, and bam. So here's what happened with the Knicks. They went up by 23. Trey Young was visibly frustrated, and he actually had a really bad night against the Knicks. 7-22, 2-7 from three. I want to say he missed eight straight shots in the first quarter, and he was pressing, and it to looked bad. It looked bad. He missed eight straight shots to end the first quarter, and it looked really, really bad. I mean, he was missing shots. He was missing layups. He was missing literally everything. And DeJounte Murray came up to Trey and said, just calm down. 
Like, I can tell that you're going crazy. Calm down right now, and we'll be all right. Um, De- DeAndre Hunter, we shot like 23% in the first half. It was terrible. It was, it was bad. Awful. But DeJount, one thing that did happen at the end of the first half was DeJounte Murray got Man. going. He's a turnover machine. <laughs> DeJounte Murray got going, and Nate, we went in, and in the halftime, we made in a de- we made a defensive adjustment. We played zone coming out. We played zone, and we put DeJounte Murray at the top of the zone at the top of the key. So it was kind of a zone, but it was really like a defensive boxing one where it was like, okay, yeah. whoever is at the top of the key, DeJounte, you guard, and everybody else just rotate. And that's exactly what we did. And DeJounte Murray ended up, he was credited with five steals. He had 36 points, nine assists, four rebounds, five steals, and a block. And he shut and Nate down went, Brunson. Go ahead. And, and Nate went to the zone or actually in the first half, but it didn't work that great. But I think that he still saw something where he was like, this will work. So when he came back out with it in the second half, it was it was it was unstoppable, and of course, shout out to Tibbs not making a damn adjustment. So it just allowed, basically, for a while, uh, Dejounte Murray to just cause utter chaos. Every time they inbounded the ball, tried to do everything, he was just in the way. Jalen got in the way a little bit too, um, and it just and Tibbs just let it happen. I I can't believe it. I, he just let that unravel considering his current situation with the Knicks, you just saw it happen. And and everybody saw it. It, was, it wasn't it was very fast. And we missed a bunch of shots early. And then after a while, they just ran out of gas. So while watching this game, I saw that the Knicks were hitting, like, every three-pointer known to man Everyone. in the first half. And I said, what do we always say? The law of averages is going to be law and pre- pretty soon. It's going to work out. Unless they're going to shoot 80% from three for the game, at that point you just tip your hat and say, okay. But they ended up, one, like you said, they didn't make any adjustments. When you have Isaiah quickly with 16 rebounds and leading your team in rebounds, you know it's going to be a long day. Isaiah quickly is their backup guard. I don't know what he plays, point guard or shooting guard, but he's a guard. Um, But they got to figure out. He's underutilized Cam Reddish and Obi Toppin. And until Obi Toppin was kicking our out ass. There, and then just took him out of the game. Thanks to Tibbs. Every, we've been so fortunate, all both for basketball and football, for people to just either be not available or to do dumb stuff. And and Tibbs, Tibbs trying to coach himself from being fired. Tibbs trying to get that buyout. <laughs> Go ahead, pay me. I'll go home, bro. Uh, um, but so, I, so the Hawks. Um, then we ended up. We ended up playing. Uh, who did we play last night? Pelicans. The Pelicans. We ended up playing the Pelicans last night. And I'm gonna tell you this. Now, we're gonna tell you our likes and dislikes about this whole week. Zion is just one of the most physically imposing people you can see on a basketball court. He yeah, is, especially when the ref just let him. Go ahead, my bad. I'm mad. And I say don't hate no. He he and the fact that he can elevate from outside of the paint and there's nothing you can do about it is 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 the crazy part. There are a few layups where he would just turn around and jump. 
I don't know. Well, damn. What you going to do? I mean, what you going to do with that? John Collins had his entire night was just straight up defending <laughs> uh, uh, Zion or doing something. Um, Clint Capella, vintage Clint game, 21 points, 19 oh, rebounds, four blocks, one one assist, one steal uh, in 35 minutes. Actually outplayed Valanchunas a lot. DeAndre Hunter. Got to give shots out to you. You only have 50, you have 15 points, yes, but you did a hell of a job on Bra- on B.I. Brandon Ingram. Um, played really, really well against Brandon Ingram. Um, So, all in all, I'm extremely, extremely happy uh, that we won. We came back from 23 points down to beat the Knicks, and then we played really well against the Pelicans. And, of course, Trey Young started off hot. He was really, 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 really aggressive. 34 points, 10 assists, uh, a block, a, two steals. Um, play really well. And, we, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited. We have had a Jalen Johnson sighting. Jalen Johnson in 15 minutes, 5 of 7, 11 points, 4 rebounds, 2 steals, and an assist, including a windmill dunk. Um, he looks like he's settling into his role as well, man. What did you like about these last five games that we played? Uh, the Raptors, they just destroyed us. It was embarrassing. Um, Pascal, I think, will be out for like the next two weeks, though. So I know we play a difficult schedule, but if there's ways to win games right now, they are extremely valuable because I think that Toronto may struggle. Uh, versus the Knicks, Tibbs gave us a game. He handed it to us. They were whooping our ass early. They completely mismanaged this game. Uh, this is one of the games that I think that will probably be one of the reasons that if he does get fired here, they will look back on. There's no reason they should have lost this game. He left Evan Fournier in way too long, who's uh who should who should have already been on the bench. I did do think that he got his ticket to the to the bench after this game. Uh, that was just a bad one. Nate made a, a a solid adjustment, and then Tibbs just doubled down on losing. The Pelicans game a little tricky for me because we felt like we dominated the entire game until the last five minutes. Then we caved in natural Atlanta form. They came back. And then we ended up having to go into overtime. DeJounte bailed us out. He has consistently been the best player for this team. I completely understand why Trey wanted him instead of Kevin Herter. No sight to Kevin Herter. Who's been balling. So far, yes. Who's been playing his ass off. But DeJounte has got us two wins very early that we would not have won any other way. Um, I do have some questions about how we end quarters. And if a player is hot, I think we should go to the hot hand. Uh, but we can get into that here now. So I like that we, you know, Nate always says kind of like the Brian Snicker move. It's really the baseball. I mean, uh, the sports management move. If you're a coach, you split your away games and you take care of home. When you do that, you will make the playoffs every year. If you split the away games and you win the majority of your games at home, you will make the playoffs every year, and you will be a contender every year. Um, I don't well, – I feel like we're falling back into the same things that we talked about last year with the Hawks. Um, our defense is either pretty good or atrocious. Like, there's no in-between. Um, our three-point shooting has not come around. Of course, we've lost 
two of our best three-point shooters in free agency. Well, we traded one and the other one left in free agency, yeah. and the third one is hurt. Uh, we are definitely missing bogey. But here's what I really hate, and I saw a conspiracy theory on Twitter, and it's hard to disprove conspiracy theories. They Somebody thinks that John Collins and the locker room, especially Trey Young, you brought we brought this conspiracy theory up two years ago. There's something wrong there, something wrong, because Trey Young is so willing to pass the ball to Clint Capella at all times, and Clint Capella blows more layups than anybody. John Collins consistently shoots fifty to seventy-five percent from the field every time he gets out there on the court, and they are freezing him out. <laughs> They are freezing John Collins out. He has seven points last game, and he doesn't complain. He has definitely figured out how to And impact. still finds a way to affect the game. And he had, yeah, that's all. he had different ways to impact the game. He's averaging more rebounds, which we both said that wasn't going to happen because DeJounte came over. Well, we were wrong. He's not averaging yep. 12 rebounds instead of eight. Uh, he's averaging uh, more blocks. He saved the game against the Pistons. Um, he is one of the better weak side defending power forwards in the game this season more right now. More steals. More steals, more assists. He's passing the ball to Clint Moore. He's doing everything correctly, and he's still shooting 40% from three. And he's added uh, he's added a post game, even though he doesn't have a lot of post game. He has two post moves that he goes to, spin, face up, shoot the J, or go around you, and he's doing it more. And, and yet we don't game, give him the shot. Played, he played great defense. Now, there's not a whole lot that Clint and John Collins can do if the referee is going to let Valanciunas and Zion drop their elbow and shoulder into them every play on offense. It's literally all that was happening. And I was like, at first, they were just murdering them. Drop the shoulder, knock them down. Valanciunas is a man. Zion is a man and a half. I, you can't even get mad at them for what the referees were doing. But eventually, Collins got a couple charges, got one early, got another one later, and he played good defense. Even when they were, like, passing Zion the ball, they were making it difficult on him. He turned the ball over probably four or five times in this game. Until mm-hmm. the end, at the end, I think that he might have just – he got to a point where he was he was in wrecking ball form at that point. And yeah, wasn't anything was, you could was. really do at the end. But for <laughs> three and a half quarters, he played damn good defense. At the end, though – he was like, no, nah, I'm still Zion Williamson. I need to let the world know. I'm still 280 and pounds or 765. And ain't nothing you can do with it except for call God. Because he hit <laughs> one of them and kind of tiptoed and just tossed it. I was like, oh, damn, people going to be on my head about that one. But there's nothing you could do. He was just dropping his shoulder into John and Clint repeatedly. They got it. And that's something that we said John has to do. But just speaking on offense, John is getting froze out, man. I mean, they're, they're they are not looking for him. I under and this is the gift and the curse with Trey Young because he started out so hot against he I think he hit his first three three pointers of the game and one of them was a sidestep shot that he's been working on over the summer and I said oh it's about to be a long night for y'all but because he hits those shots everybody else loses flow of the game and I will say this in the New York game. Now, John, it seems like when John has a bad game, we don't look for him the next game. John should have had 25 points against New York because they can't handle him. 
John against Toronto is always going to struggle against. John is going to struggle yeah. against Toronto at all times. There's no, there's not unless he hits threes the rest of the game, because Toronto literally is if the six foot five people have the arms of seven feet people, and then everybody else is six foot eight. So there's nothing you can do because John is a six foot eight power, six foot nine power forward with regular people arms. Exactly, but that's the game where everybody. Like, that's the thing about the team is you can't cook probably every night. But it's when when it's your night to cook, you need to serve. That's it. Very simple. So, and Trey's still having issues giving the reins up. You can see it. Because even with DeJounte, that's the reason I want to talk about the end of these quarters. DeJounte got us all the way back into this game. He's the one who hit the, the shot to tie it up. And then Trey just like, oh, no, nah, hand me the ball. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And and it didn't it it did not work. The first one, he just he missed it. They turned it over. Then the second one was the, like the either the toss or the alley oop to Clint. But at that time, he should have gone to Dejounte. He brought us back. He had the hot hand. Don't divert from the hot hand. Trey always diverts from the hot hand, though. I I think unless it's him. I think. Trey has to figure out, and we've been saying this, and they're not going to listen. He's got his money. You got to figure out, man. We struggle when you average 35 points. We struggle. We struggle when you average 35. Now, he had 34 and 10. It's, and, and the thing is, you it's like Russell Westbrook. You can't complain about a triple-double. You can't complain about 34 and 10. But John Collins is supposed to be our security blanket. John Collins is supposed to be the guy when we need a bucket and the game's going up too fast, moving up too fast, you know, give it to John on the block or run a play, get him at the top of the key or at this or at the corner. He likes top of the key threes, corner threes, and he likes uh, being on the post. Those are his those are his hot zones. So if you get yep. them there, he is the one. He will always end a run, no matter what yep. run it is that the other team is on. Eight nothing, six nothing. 10 nothing. If you give it to John at least a couple times, that run gonna end. It's gonna happen. Yep. It stop your it stop your run at six versus letting it get to 10. Or my other one is when we go up eight, give him give him the very next shot. Let's get to 10. Because you know there's a big difference between being by, up by eight versus being up by 10. And the same thing with hey, we down by six. Next we gotta go to John. Let's get a shot that we know we can make here. And Sometimes we go for it, and then sometimes we diverge into a long three-pointer, which is always putting us in a, in a bad situation because what? It's a long rebound. John, we this year. to eight. Quick. What is he averaging this year? Probably about Real quick. 13 points now. He's averaging 13 he started, points. But look at the first. He had two good games, and then it's like Nate has to do a better – a better job of identifying the roles of this offense, and he's going to have to figure out how to do a better job of spacing these points. Come on, man. John started out on a heater. Houston, 24 points. Orlando, 23 points. Then we went away from him against Charlotte, 10 points. Now, he did have a rough game against Charlotte. 10 points, 10 rebounds. He was 0-7 from three-point shot. He could not hit a shot. Against he needed to stop shooting so many damn three pointers. But then came right back against Detroit, 
19 and 11. And then for some reason, we just stopped going to them. Detroit, the second game of the back-to-back, four points. Uh, against Milwaukee, four points. Uh, Toronto, he got most of his points in garbage time because he was one of – they keep making him shoot six three-pointers a game, exactly. 12 points. If he's – New that, York, that 12 points, and he's not – he's never had up. more than – of the games that he's only had more than 12 shots twice. He got 23 point, 24 points and 20 points when he had twelve shot, more than 12 shots. And he's averaging 50%. And he's shooting 52% from the field. So if you give him the ball 16 times a game, if you just let him shoot 10 to oh, well, 12 to 16 times a game minimum, he's going to hit six to eight shots. Even if they're all twos, that's 12 to 16 points a game. Without even – ru- that's just – Without rebounds, that's without alley oops. That's just running plays for John. I wouldn't even be. I actually wouldn't even be mad with the shot amount if it stays at ten to twelve a game. But you got to run the plays for him because he's yeah. gonna get his five shots from getting rebounds. You got to run ten plays for John Collins to just set it up. And Nate did say, "Hey, we missed John a few times in this game." Which where the conspiracy theories come out because either Nate sees it and is not addressing it, or he's seeing it and he's addressing it and they're not listening. One or the other is happening. He seems like Nate is really, 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 really good. This is what Miss D is. Shout out to Miss D. She said it seems that Nate is really good at pointing out the flaws and really bad at fixing them. That's a bar. That's true. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. And he's doing this. John is better suited at four or five that can shoot. No, John shouldn't if play five. Go, he shouldn't play. No, five. no, 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 no. You hear? You're missing what I'm saying. He's actually better suited with a five who can shoot the ball. Oh, too. with a five, a Miles Turner. Yeah. Yes. So he's actually constricting his game just to be more effective for the team. But if you really had a guy who could shoot. His game you can't double him. different. Yeah, you can't double him. But it's 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 the sacrifice, and we knew. And again, when Dejounte goes thirty six nine six and four, hey, John, you gonna have to stick it. But John had twelve points and thirteen rebounds because he's affecting the game in other ways. Oh yeah. But and you gotta run defense. plays for him. Yeah, you yeah. gotta run. You got and he plays good defense and he hustles. Yeah. Any other big man in the game, when they play defense, they rebound, they don't complain, and they hustle down the court and run. You reward the big man. Yeah. Why are not? Why are we not rewarding John Collins? And, and I, I, and you he, need to address this now, because we six and three. You need or seven and three, six and three, seven and three. And you need to address this now. Yeah. Let's. Well, who do we play next? Uh, let's get to the schedule. Yeah, but my thing, yeah, definitely we got to figure out a way to get him involved more. And we got to have we we got to figure out how how to get to him 12 to 14 shots a game or we're wasting him. And he's done so much better on defense. He's a good defender though. He is. Yeah, he's uh, a really good help side defender. And now this week is rough cuz we play on Monday, we play the Bucks. I don't know if Giannis is going to play in that game. I know he had, like, a, I think, a knee injury. 
Uh, on Wednesday, we play the Jazz. Who are I first place in the West. Is, yeah. We assume that the Jazz would not be good, but they are, in fact, very good. Lloyd Marketing is playing out of his mind. first place in the West. Now, this is another team, the 76ers, who we play on Thursday. I assume that, well, I know that James will be out. I don't know the status of Embiid. This is another game that we kind of, we need to steal. And then we close out. Oh, we play Sixers back-to-back. We got to be able to beat them with no James Harden, period. But definitely, if we can get at least one of those games with no Embiid. You know, this is, you got to make the hay while the sun shines, especially if you're going to play. You know, the Bucks are starting the week out. Get your W's when you can. If we could get through this with it, we should be able to beat the Jazz. With everything I know that, that they're we, playing well, but but team to team, we got to beat those guys. We got with every with all of these games that I see. John Collins is going to have to exert more more energy on the defensive end than the offensive end against the Bucks. He's either going to have to guard Giannis or Giannis is going to be hurt and he's going to have to guard Bobby Portis. And Bobby Portis is old man strong. Now, yeah. John, you you need to out-athleticize Bobby Portis. You ain't going to out-athleticize Giannis. But if it's Bobby Portis and not Giannis, John, you, you, you need to run as fast as you can and jump as high as you can because nobody else can guard you on that team but Giannis. Nobody. See, I look, be. I look at that game differently. Just take your L in that game. That's not the best matchup for you. But in that game, the guard should win. Specifically, whoever isn't getting guarded by Holiday. Whoever that guy is, he should have a very big match. Very simple. That's where our mismatch is. You torch that that other guy, and you have a great night. John, get your 10 and 10, and we go on home. That's what I'm more interested in. Now, Utah... You should make it difficult on Lloyd Markin. Mm-hmm. I about to say Lloyd Markin ain't no hoe now. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. Now, Lloyd offensively has played very well, but best thing that you can do for a guy who's playing good on offense is what make him play a lot of defense. If mm-hmm. you tire him out and you have an effective game against them, that's your game to have your influence. You already know Sexton is going to be who he is. You deal. He's going to give Trey problems. He's going to give Trey yeah. problems. Trey got to learn how to play off the ball, man. You can't and, get and mad and say, give me is. the ball is my team. Like, no. Nah. And then Philly, you got to you, say that. Philly, you got to. You can't you gotta, say that right now because it's DeJounte's team. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say this DeJounte's team, but everybody is looking around like. Well, no, nah, because Trey's still my, giving you. Trey's leading the league in assists again. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, that's all well and good. But in two games, we've needed one guy to get us. To win the game, when the rubber met the road, it was DeJounte both times. And there's not, you can't, you can, you can say, hey, this is your team. You've been here for a long time. I'm here now. There have been two incidences. I fixed it both times. I will say, it seems like their roles are defining themselves between Trey and DeJounte. Yep. So Trey is the fire starter. Trey will normally come out and look for his shot in the first two to three quarters. And DeJounte is more more let the game come to him. I'm going to affect the game defensively, and nobody can keep me out of the paint. And if he ever gets his mid-range game to 
which he working on. Every game you see him shoot it, and you're like, don't shoot it. And now I'm like, don't shoot it, but I need you to kind of learn how to shoot it. And now, but he's difficult. got this, so he's working on his mid-range. If De, And DeJounte lets the game come to him, but he is starting to pick his spots when he sees that Trey is out of sorts or if he sees the team is fading a little bit, we give him the ball. He's, and John Collins he, already has a better rapport with him than he does with Trey. Already. He looks for John Collins. And he just has the ability. That's the reason I'm not as mad about Trey wanting Herder to go. Because as good as Herder is, Herder... He passes. Too scary. Yes. DeJounte is a defibrillator. We look like we're on life support. He hopped right out there. Boom, boom. And then we go right to it. And they be like, oh, no, we can win. Hey, Trey. Five rebounds, five assists, two steals, ten points. He be exactly. like, dang, what did that but happen? He does, do, <laughs> he does way more stuff than just score points. He's like, nah, I'll get some rebounds. I'll play, I'll play some defense, see if we can get some turnovers. He just finds another way to affect the, ball, the, the game while still playing offense at the same time. And I think that, I mean, you're going to look at that differently. That's hustle. That's, that's not just, hey, give me the ball, I'll fix it. It's not, I'll help us all fix it type of thing. And it he is. kept he kept pestering the Knicks. I, I, he was like, nah, give me that again. DeJount, he had he had uh he had um Jalen Brunson and quickly Fluster. Fluster. Totally upset at each other. They were and they were just mad at nobody else but themselves. He ripped Jalen Brunson like a high schooler ripped a JV player. Like he it, he and Dejounte talks about I I study the game a lot I re- watch a whole lot of film, and you can tell he does because no matter what the Knicks were doing he was right there, swipe up post swipe post, pest. and he's a pest. As good as DeAndre Hunter is on defense, this is what people were looking for. Is this part of the defense, which 100%. is sometimes gonna get you beat. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to let C.J. McCollum, like, because don't forget now, as good as he played against the Pelicans, C.J. McCollum was tearing that ass up. He was giving it to him. To who? Did but, say? Yeah, C.J. Yeah. streaky, though. Once C.J. hit four, like two or three, and then he Woo. come down, once he came down and hit that three on on uh the fast break, one on four, I said, ooh, y'all better call timeout because they about to come back. Because we were up by 13 with five minutes left in the game, and they tied it and sent it to overtime. And Trey, what the thing I don't like about Trey is when something goes wrong, he always looks at somebody else. Starting ahead of, like, the LeBron type thing. You know, Le- LeBron doesn't do something right. He turns around like that, and it's like, bro, you it was you. You were the one that was supposed to be there, and you weren't. And I'm starting to see that from Trey a little bit. I'm a little nervous about that. That's the only thing. I'm a little nervous. I don't think that he can do that because, and I want to say it was the last game where he fell or something, and he was just down, and they played four on five. Trey? And they, but, yeah, Trey stayed on one end of the court. That's when he when hurt his uh, eye? No, but the eye was already hurt. No, 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 it was the last, the very last game. Wait. He just laid down there, and he didn't get up, and they got the defense, I mean, they got the ball back and came back down, and he just stood up like he was okay. Like, I wonder if, you know, once we get back to the huddle, I have to say something about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, Trey, you let us play play all this defense by ourselves, 
And then as soon as we get the ball, now you can stand up and you're ready to play. Yeah, as a leader. We got we to at least have a conversation about that. That's what it is. Trey isn't a leader. Trey's not a leader. He's a really good player. He's a really good basketball player. Trey has to perfect his leading, his leadership skills. DeJounte is a leader from what I've oh, seen. Yeah. DeJounte is a is leader. He, he command his presence commands respect. Where but Trey's more like a little kid. And I don't want to call him immature, he's first, you know, but Trey's persona is that of a little kid. Where DeJounte's is that of a I'm gonna figure it out type thing. You know what I mean? And I just and need I'm, Trey to I need Trey to grow up. I need Trey to grow up. And, they, and it works for Trey if you can give him the ball and he can just go nuclear and fix it. Then you're like, you know what? Well, the leadership really ain't there, but hell, you got the W, so that's all that matters. DeJounte is like, oh, okay, all right, well, I'll just play a bunch of defense, and I'll try to turn the ball over so then we can, you know, cut the lead. I just – and and uh, we're coming to the end of the episode, so I'm going. we're going to cut it off here in a little bit. But I will leave y'all with this. I really need Trey – we said it last year. We said it before. 25 and 15 – will get us 10 to 15 more wins than 35 and 10 or 35 and 8. Because 35 and 8 means somebody else, our third best player on the court, possibly our fourth, John Collins, is not getting the shots. Because DeJounte, I mean DeJounte, DeAndre Hunter is now aggressive. DeAndre is taking it. He is the one, pause, he is the one that is going to the basket and trying to hit his mid-range. He's figured out his uh his post game a little bit when he has a smaller defender on him. He's been working with Hoodie Mello. So he's going to shoot regardless. John, they're not even giving him the ball. And the thing is, Trey is Trey is also a little I sound like you today. Trey is a little bit of when I say he's immature. Because he'll do the thing that Kobe used to do when Kobe was on terrible teams. You know, Kobe used to be toxic. When he was on terrible teams, you know, RIP. But, you know, Kobe would just not shoot for the whole first quarter, right? Kobe, you need to pass the ball. All right. And he'll just pass the ball for the whole. No, don't be, don't, don't, don't do that. We need you yeah. to be, just play the game and get everybody else involved. And if you do, we are one of the more difficult teams to beat after we trade Justin Holiday. <laughs> he snuck that in at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, he, I he can go. I think that if we if he ever embraced being the master facilitator instead of being the master scorer, number one point guard now, in the game, number one point guard in the game, nothing you can do about it either, nothing. But as long as he wants to have the most most points every game, he's fighting himself, and I don't think. But that's one of the things that only comes with time. I don't think that anybody can tell him that as much. I'm sure Nate has probably told him that a million times. That he because twenty five and fifteen would not be unreasonable to him. It's and easy. That it's easy. That's what's crazy. Nuts. That's insane. Twenty five and fifteen is like was what he should average. Twenty five and twelve is what Trey should average. It's and it's easy. easy for him. It's easy for him because him going thirty four and fourteen or whatever he had wasn't if, that difficult. If he ever doubled down and thought to himself that I will shoot easier shots if everybody else scored more points, he's the best point guard in the NBA. 
Oh. By a long stretch. And you can't even say this last game was on Nate's offense. Nate not coaching the offense. They had they were running plays against the Pelicans. Back screens, DeAndre cutting to the basket. They finally figured out a way to get Jalen to start cutting to the basket, giving him the uh, ability to pump fake and drive. He had like three dunks that were really, really good. Well, that's also, once again, that's DeJounte. DeJounte let him bring the ball up the court. And if, if only just to bring the ball up the court to pass him the ball, you're getting him used to putting him in movement. Steps right. Exactly. And I'm telling you, he can pass the damn ball. Yeah, he, he made just one pass on the that behind the back joint. I was like, and he's making oh. passes right now. Like I can't afford to make a mistake. If he ever gets an opportunity to play basketball and just play basketball, he is going to be a complete. And he's completely different to John Collins. Let's be very clear about that. I don't like him standing in the corner shooting those threes. I'd much rather him pump fake and go try to get a go dunk every time. Well, I would like John to do that too. I don't. I. I don't. I'm not as as good as the bigs may be able to shoot. Pump fake, go to the basket, shoot the free throws every time. All of you guys are athletes, real athletes. Make them foul you. Shoot the free throws. Make it easy on yourself. Us shooting these three sometimes I feel like is a bailout to a lot of teams. And every, the only person who I really feel confident even shooting that shot is John Collins. And I still don't want him shooting. Dunk the uh, DeAndre. DeAndre has proven that he can hit the open. Three. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't nah, but he's a, he's a wing, not a big to me. I'm talking bigs, not wings. Oh, bigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're, you, you, if you're open, you shoot it. You better 100%. make it, but shoot it. 100%. Uh, well, ladies. more for Jalen and John Collins. Just pump fake and dunk. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the ATL edition of the Splash Cast. I don't think we have any Braves news. The Braves are, they made a minor trade uh, today, signing a 28-year-old from Colorado. I don't know what that means. I am scared when it comes to that because I only want to hear about Dansby Swanson being re-signed if I'm the Braves. When you make other moves like that, that outfielders and stuff, Makes it me, makes me yep, nervous. Sounds like Matt Olson. Yeah, it makes me nervous. So, um, with that being said, Nord, if we didn't miss anything, take us out. Wait, 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 wait. Ronald Acuna, NL, comeback player of the year. Shout out, Ronnie, NL, comeback player of the year. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, he probably will be comeback player of the year next year because he played this whole year hurt. So, <laughs> okay. came back too early. Return <laughs> of the Mac. <laughs> came back uh, too early, shout out. Shout out to Ronnie. He did play the whole season hurt, which is also terrible. Man, please heal up. We need you for the future, the whole entire future. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, and Braves, hey, stop trading people. Pay Dansby <laughs> Swanson. Don't do anything. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Y'all need to chill out. Um, that with that Dansby. said, we have not missed anything. Always remember, ladies and gentlemen, to like, follow, subscribe. To, oh, we back. We got back into the Instagrammy. Um, <clears throat> can we go to the, the schedule, please? So what you want to do, ladies and gentlemen, go to your Instagram, type in the Splash Cast. When you go to Splash Cast, you will see something called the link tree. When you click the link tree, it takes you to this page right here where you can find us on. Where can they find us, Norwood? 
YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Instagram. That's a, oh, that's Twitter. You can find us on Twitch, where we always go live, specifically tomorrow for Monday Night Raw. You can also see my handsome face as we go live right here, right now. Below that is the TikTok. Then we have the episode 76 playlist. I'm working on episode 77. Shout out to 21 Savage Drake putting out a fantastic album. You got the Homecoming Hangover uh, extra playlist. The Twitter where we tweet everything. Me and Reggie constantly talking about whatever is relevant in sports. And specifically during our time and our games, you can get live reactions of how upset we are that Desmond Ritter is not our quarterback yet. Uh, the Splashcast playlist home. And of course, and everything else, Splash. Anchor for the podcasters. With that said, we've had a fantastic Monday night. Y'all have gotten our reactions after watching uh, the Hawks play last night. The Falcons play tonight in a in disappointing faction. Um, we do hope to get on get a W next week. With that said, always remember number one, number one, number one, more black baseball. Speaking of black baseball, shout out to Dusty Baker winning a championship as a manager. The rest of the asterisks, you know how we feel. Uh, number two, number two, number two, more black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Number three, the historically black college and university that you graduated from, your cousin graduated from, your mother graduated from, sent some money over there. The historically black college and university uh, in the neighborhood that you live in, the one that you go to homecoming, you show up on the yard, miscellaneous step shows, or just to have a good time, send some money over there. And if you're not going over there, then you should be doing that as well. And then finally, the greatest learning institution in all the world, the one that handed me a degree and Reggie a degree, the Hampton University, donate at least $18.68 on behalf of the Splashcast. Please support your neighborhood and all of your historical black college and universities. We've covered everything, and it's only one thing for me and Reggie to do now. What's that, my guy? Hang out. Love we you, out man. this joint. We will be back tomorrow for Monday Night Raw, and Raw will be on Monday. And I Whoa. Y'all be safe. We out of here after that. Bye. Go buy a zip of weed, hit the club, pay for about 10 niggas to get in. We crunk, lit, any bitch. Yeah. No, we walk around the world stepping out, giving a damn by where our feet land at. Yeah. Get your ass mushed, smushed. Yeah. 21. The biggest. Put a nigga in the chicken wing. Pussy. 21. Can you do something for me? 21. Can you hit a little rich flex for me? Then 21. Can you do something for me? 21. Drop some bars to my pussy ex for me. Then 21. Can you do something for me? Can you talk to the ops next for me? Okay. 21. Do your thing. 21. Do your thing. 21. Yellow diamonds in the watch. This shit costs a lot. Never send a bitch or die. That's how you get shot. IDM in vanish mode. I do that shit a lot. Took her panties off and this bitch thicker than the plot. All my S's ain't nothing. Them hoes busted. If my ops ain't rapping, they ass ducking. You ain't ready to pull the trigger. Don't clutch it. I know you on your period, baby. Can you suck it? I'm a savage. Smacker. Booty and magic.